Not every day someone in their 70s uh, goes and, <laughs> and swims in 37 degree weather. So, uh, water temperature. You're welcome. The trophy's in the mail. Uh, last week, I had the privilege of being at a conference as I shared at Wednesday in New Orleans, and uh, there was a discussion among chaplains from other schools how there really is a lack of, uh, there are some, but there's a lack of women writers out there uh, uh, for which we can study their books or hear from them in chapel settings. And then on uh, Monday, I was in another city in another context in another meeting with a publishing house with chaplains from other Nazarene schools. And the same concern was raised, how there really is a need for more uh, women writers and speakers in our chapel settings. And um, in both meetings, I highly recommended our writer and speaker for today, Rachel Evans. Um, there was another gentleman sitting next to me in New Orleans who was really just like praising her and saying, you know, she's like the best writer in the world, and on and on and on. And then later I found out it was your dad, actually, who was sitting next to me. Really, I'm serious. Dad. Uh, but I, there were a couple of other others of us who have already read the volume of Monkey Town, which is, is currently out. She's currently working on a new book, which I think she's going to talk about today. But Rachel Hall Evans is an award-winning writer from Dayton, Tennessee. Her articles have appeared locally in the Herald News and the Chattanooga Times Free Press, nationally in Grit, On Mission. You ever hear of a magazine? How many of you here, from the, most of you from the Northeast, how many of you have heard of the national magazine Grit? Anyone here? From, there's two of us, so that's good. Nationally aggressive thing in the South. Uh, on Mission, Journey, and the Lookout, and online at BurnsideWritersCollective.com and the news. Rachel enjoys conversation, coffee, photography, travel, college, football, poker. What? Poker? And spending time with her husband, Dan. She has a wonderful blog site, uh, RachelHeldEvans.com. If you get a chance, you'll be able to, to read her writings there. She really is a phenomenal writer. She spoke at Gordon on Wednesday. I want to thank Dr. Carl Gaberson for arranging. Rachel will be at uh, Gordon on Wednesday and then with us today here in Chapel. So you, also after this chapel service, she'll be in the comments. And she has a flight early this afternoon, but she'll be available. And feel free to just join her at her table and have a conversation with her. Will you please welcome Ms. Rachel Evans. Or you can just like play Angry Birds the whole time and I'll think you're totally going to get everything else ready. 
sometimes I get them confused with the 12th century people. But this is St. Albert Muskegon. She wrote, a woman is less qualified for moral behavior for the woman who pays more liquid than the man. And it is a quality of the way to take things up easily and pull off the story. So that's a little strange. So for many, many years, that, that active sort of inspired me. Bible had to say about women, and then I read a diversity of commentary 
things are actually up on auction on my website right now. And all the benefits to go to uh, World Vision, because she's been sending to the court. So, um, and then there's another package in progress that says it's easier to live on the corner of a roof than to share a house with a contentious woman. So I did this thing called the Jar of Contention, where um, I put in a penny every time I caught myself like gossiping or nagging or complaining or exaggerating or being snarky. And um, each penny represented a minute that I would do tennis on the rooftop to see what it's like to live in the house. <laughs> Yeah, the neighbors were a little 
But here's the thing. I have spent months combing the Bible, looking for agreement. I have investigated and studied commentary, and I have not found a difference for how to be a woman, how to be a wife, or how to be a person of faith. Uh, and this one, I think I found one, like in Proverbs 31 or Titus 2 or something like that. A woman comes along in Scripture and is praised for breaking it. Uh, that's got a great picture of one of my favorite of these ladies. Um, Deborah does not fit into a blueprint. Sarah doesn't fit into a blueprint. Tamar, Esther, Judith, Ruth, Mary Magdalene, Mary Nazareth, Mary Bethany, Hulda, and J.L. seeing your gravity intent head through a guy's skull, does not fit a prescribed
start by avoiding conversation enders. Um, and here are a few that I've encountered in my life, and I'm guessing you probably have the same thing. The first is, God said it, I believe it, that settled it. Have you ever seen this on like a church sign or a bumper sticker or something? Um, this is a great way to end a conversation because it basically takes the process of interpretation totally out of the equation and assumes that the reader can't be wrong.
the gospel preaches Jews and Gentiles, zealots and tax collectors, prostitutes and Pharisees, he can bring together thousands of So be willing to listen to somebody else's point of view. Uh, listening to somebody else's thought person strength of faith and And then honesty. Um, I'll be honest, there are parts of the Bible that I don't like. I really struggle with the passage in Joshua where God commands him to kill every man, woman, and child in Jericho. That bothers me. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that passage from First Timothy about women succeeding. And I struggle sometimes with those passages of Scripture that seem to conflict with the findings of science and history. Uh, and for the longest time, I just kind of lived in denial about this and pretended that I was fine and that I had no doubts and no questions. Uh, and I even got a book entitled, um, I believe the Bible is meant to be a conversation starter. 
will. And I think about out this world and start communicating these conversations with everyone. So let's pray. I have to I'm kind of ignoring this when you think about it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the Bible. 